Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Michael Reed on LMFM. Yesterday, as you probably know, was uh, the International Day for the Elimination of uh, Violence Against Women. In line with that, uh, the Irish Congress of uh, Trade Unions published uh, a survey on uh, sexual harassment at work. And we'll hear some of uh, the findings now with Laura Bambrick, who's uh, the Social Policy Officer with ICTU. A very good morning to you, Laura, and thanks uh, for joining us here on the programme. This was uh, an opinion poll of 1,347 members uh, of uh, trade unions around uh, the country. The majority of responses were from women, 971. Uh, I take it uh, you wouldn't be overly surprised uh, that you found that 8 out of 10 of the perpetrators uh, involved in these incidents were men. No, there wasn't a surprise in that because we know from other research, both at home and abroad, that there tends to be a power dynamic with sexual harassment. So that can tend to be men uh, being the harasser of women and for it to be management. But as you did mention there that uh, 7 out of 10 of the respondents were women, which meant that just over 300 of them were men. So when we look at the difference between men and women and the type of their experience of harassment, there was very little difference between the two. The biggest gap between uh, men that responded to our survey and women was that men were more likely to identify as gay, bisexual and trans. And they were experiencing the same comments, the same remarks, the same jokes of a sexual nature about their appearance, about their sex life and about their sexual orientation. From men? Uh, from from men and <laughs> yeah, from yeah, women, yeah, yeah. and but predominantly uh, from men, I take it. Pre- pre- predominantly, yeah. but if you know, if we go mm. back to it, eighty percent of the harassers were men, which meant that twenty percent of them were women. Mm. So uh, yes, predominantly, but not exclusively male. Okay. As well, like that, uh, we've seen that one in three was a manager, either a direct manager or maybe a regional manager. But again, half of them were co-workers. So while somebody could be on the same pay grade or the same level as you, they may have more experience, they may be there longer. So that's where the dynamic can come from. Mm. And uh, yes, at this survey sort of reaffirmed 
stuff that we already know, that we already know that um, it's likely to be a man, it's likely to be a co-worker or a manager. While there were some harassers that are known as third-party uh, harassers, they would be people from outside the organisation. Okay, but back up a, a little bit, if you would, Laura, because we're talking about sex, sexual harassment, but what do we mean when we talk uh, about sexual harassment? Because uh, some of the people you spoke to uh, complained of uh, jokes of a sexual nature, for example. Yeah, so the Employment Equality Acts give a very broad definition of what constitutes sexual harassment and they define it as any form of unwanted and unwanted is a very important word there so unwanted verbal non-verbal or physical conduct of a sexual nature and any of that that has the purpose or the effect of violating a person's dignity and creating an atmosphere that's hostile and humiliating environment. So what that means in effect is something that offends somebody, makes them feel uncomfortable and prevents them from going about doing their normal day's work. It's uh, intruding in their sense of confidence and their sense of dignity. Mm. Uh, and it, it can be more extreme, obviously, uh, because there can be sexual touching, which has been reported, uh, pornographic material being shown uh, on phones around in the canteen or whatever the case may be. Uh, or it could be a hand on a knee or a hand on the lower back. Yeah, so it goes right through the scale. So the most common would be the verbal type of harassment and they would be the comments and remarks of a sexual nature, maybe about a worker's clothes, their body, their sex life, their sexual orientation. And then um, another common one was uh, unwanted verbal sexual uh, advances. Others were touching, as you said, Mm -hmm. the arm, the lower back, but more than what would be commonly referred to as the groping, maybe uh, the buttocks, the breast, attempting to kiss people, up to the very extreme where there's sexual violence, including rape. So 2% of respondents reported that they had experience of sexual violence, sexual assault Mm -hmm. or rape within the workplace. Worryingly, five people said that that had occurred within the last 12 months. And what is the workplace? Uh, Because uh, there are workplace uh, events or events uh, that uh, you would attend with colleagues, such as the Christmas party, and we're coming into that season now, and that seems to have been a particular problem for people. Absolutely. So then when we ask people the type of harassment they received, we also ask them a series of questions about the location. And the location of sexual harassment remains overwhelmingly the work premises. So your normal office, factory, shop remains the most likely place. But then there is a lot, as you mentioned, off-site location. So some of that can be a conference, maybe travelling to and from work with a colleague. Um, But the most common is, as you mentioned, the Christmas party, work social events. But what we did, what what an interesting finding thrown up by this survey is, we're seeing increasingly a lot of unwanted sexual behaviour from colleagues starting to move online. Mm. So you would receive uh, messages of sexual uh, content from colleagues, maybe over the phone, online, 
or email, social media. Mm. And that, uh, that, that points to a growing problem in the modern uh, workplace. And again, probably shouldn't be surprising when we think of recent conversations that would have been had with women in the public eye. A lot of the harassment they would receive would mm. be of a sexual nature. So again, we're seeing this for uh, the Joe Soap in their, in their normal day of work. Yeah, it's very strange and very difficult to understand, uh, but uh, the impact uh, is no less on somebody who is upset uh, by this type of uh, an approach. Uh, but uh, obviously, you don't have to accept it and you can complain. But when people have complained, uh, the outcome hasn't been what you might expect. Yeah, so we did ask people, what did they do? We gave them a series of options. And one of the options was, I did nothing. Now, that's been widely reported as, I didn't report it to my employer. And it would include that. But in the first incidence, and especially when it's, uh, as we mentioned, it's a joke of a sexual sexual content, The uh, Code of Practice that the Department of Justice has published says that workers in the first instance, where practical, should approach the harasser and make it known that their comments are unwelcome and they make the person feel uncomfortable and they'd much rather they would stop. But people aren't even doing that. They're moving on, they're avoiding uh, the person, they're being overly cautious of where they go. Of the few people, so four in five, 80% do absolutely nothing. They don't take any informal approach or they don't bring the, um, bring the issue to mm-hmm. their employer, to their HR, to their union rep. Of those few that do report, the 20%, the one in five, three quarters of those were very unhappy by how they, the, the response they received from their employer. They felt that they weren't uh, listened to and in some instance they felt that they were punished for actually making the the Mm. complaint. They were subsequently overlooked for promotion or it led to further bullying and harassment. They were ridiculed for making the complaint. What do you say about that? It's, and then it's, mm. that, that's one of the very shocking yeah. uh, incidents and it pos- possibly points to the reason why people aren't complaining, mm. that they just don't have trust in the procedures in place, that an employer might be able to turn and say, well, look, we have policy, we have procedures in place if there is an issue of harassment. But if people know from past experience of somebody who went the route and uh, complained, but subsequently was passed over for that promotion, or it led to a worst case scenario, why would you put yourself in that position? Wouldn't it just be easier to, as we see, many people are either changing their role internally, changing their job, or they're in fact looking to change their job completely, move employer, rather than have to deal with the harassment. So the the consequences can range from, yeah, a momentarily embarrassing to uh, having to uproot your your career in order to escape 
this unwanted uh, behaviour of a sexual nature. Okay, well, uh, it raises a lot of questions. Uh, they'll remain unresolved this morning, but food for thought for all of us. Laura, thank you indeed for joining us. Thanks for having me, Thank Michael. you very much thank indeed. You. Laura Bambrick, Social Policy Officer with ICTU, the Irish Congress of Trade Unions. Michael, Michael Reed on, on LMFM. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.